Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. What's going on, Outriders? John, Josh, and Matt back at you again from Las Vegas, Nevada. And yes, I am actually back again in Las You're Vegas. You're in my chair. <laughs> oh, he actually did the intro right. It's so good. He did, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what a week away will do for you. Yeah. I Well, <laughs> I listened to Matt, or, uh, excuse me, I listened to Josh last week, and I was like, man, he might he might be vying for this job. I, I was a little worried there. I felt You're like You're in my chair. No, no, no. 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 I had like double check my license. It didn't say Drew Bledsoe on it or anything. Oh, 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 I thought oh, oh. I thought I was about hey, to get replaced. I'm okay with being radio's Tom Brady. I'll take that. I hate Topical I hate the sports pads, humor. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, what's going on guys? Happy to be back here with you talking about some Star Wars Legion and uh not being in the middle of Humid, sweltering Orlando. So, tell us a little bit. I mean, I know it's how are the swamps? <laughs> I know it's completely not re- Legion related, but tell us a little bit about what you were doing because it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So, for my other job besides being just the host of this podcast, um, I work at the you know veteran Department of Veteran Affairs, and uh, I got a chance to work at the Disabled Veteran Wheelchair Games down in Orlando, and it's an annual event where they have veterans you know who are in wheelchairs who are all you know varying disabilities uh competing in kind of an olympic style games and it's a really cool event um the spectators are allowed to come down and you know you have people who are full quadriplegics who are out there competing in you know power chair racing and things like that all the way up to quad rugby and anybody who's ever seen wheelchair rugby it's it's awesome it's an incredible sport and it's not even just like you know, like rugby itself is cool, but it's a whole nother level of brutal. I've seen wheelchair basketball, and that gets sporty. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll just say that it gets it gets it gets mean. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was you know what I like to have been here with you guys absolutely, but it was a rewarding experience. And um, well, you definitely put your hours in there. I, I heard yeah, it was just yeah, back to back twelves for, sure. for you. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would like to have you know at least been able to jump on with the time difference though, and then with yeah work and 12, everything. No, we days. totally understand. That's okay. We filled in for you. Okay. Yeah, no, you guys, you did, you guys yeah, did yeah, great. you did some crap. <laughs> yeah, you whatever. Did some stuff. The important, right. the real news is Josh got a game in last I week. I know, so. right? <laughs> Stop the press. God, that's like my dirty little secret because of you know life pressure and stuff like that. That I I hadn't put a unit on a table in like almost a month and a half to two months, and I'm very ashamed. That I'm sitting here hosting a podcast every week, well, telling you guys at least, what you yeah. should do, and I'm not even playing the game. <laughs> at least you abuse your position at work to keep up on all the news I and do. Reddits yes. and all that stuff. <laughs> I don't think they listen to the show. It's okay, I, man. God, I hope not. Yeah, because you would have you know, been fired a long time ago. I yeah, think. but then there'll be that one guy that goes, "Oh, yeah." So this will this tape will emerge during your presidential bid, right? <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, I got a game in. Um, Played uh, how to go? The I won. Excellent, Mister so, yes. Daniel Roberts. Um, I, I I I will wholeheartedly uh, chalk this one up to a dice variance win um, <laughs> because uh, we played um, uh, we played we didn't play key position. We played intercept the transmissions on uh, clear conditions in minefield or minefield and um, battle lines. Okay. So um, basically set up the core of my force right in the middle of the table. Um, what was your list like? Uh, so I was running um, Veers with uh, four Stormtrooper units with DLT, Extra Dude, and Grenades. Um, a, a variation of impacts and concussions. Um, and then grappling hooks because there were, you know, we, had, we had actual terrain that you could get up on. Um, and then a unit of snow troopers with impact, you know, your standard snow trooper build, full, full squad, uh, flamer impacts, and targeting scopes. And then uh, three bikes and veers with uh, esteemed and um, um, the other one, the commanding presence. Um, I'm going to look into my crystal ball, and I'm going to guess that Daniel ran Veers, three units of bikes, yep. and six Stormtroopers, DLTs, extra guy. Uh, not extra guy. Not extra guy. Uh, okay. Just DLTs. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, just yep. DLTs. Um, but uh, the, the way we set up the board, um, to, to my board left, I put two units of bikes, 
And that was it. And just hung them out there as flankers. In the middle, I had a unit of bikes and three units of stormtroopers and the snowtroopers and veers. And that was kind of going to be my, my main push. Um, and then off on, the, off on the left, I had one single solitary unit of stormtroopers. And I'll tell you what, the, uh, looking across from me, he put the bulk of his force right in the middle. Um, off to my board left, so across from my bikes, he had a unit of snows and a unit of storms. And then he had a unit of snowtroopers across from my single unit of, of stormtroopers. And then his bikes were kind of scattered throughout. And he kind of used them to, to kind of uh, use them as more probers to, mm-hmm. to kind of like uh, get out ahead and, and put some damage on. Um, and and the, way the, the way the game worked, we both kind of pushed out into the middle. Um, my bikes kind of came around the side and, and cleaned up that flank. Um, the snowtroopers were combat ineffective by the end of the, the first turn. Uh, they had two guys left. Uh, after the first, after the second round of shooting, they were panicked and they were they were running away and, and mopped them up. Um, was was able to kind of to split my force up the middle, take out that other unit of stormtroopers, which was sitting close to the objective. Um, so I scored two of the three objectives first round. Um, but that unit of snow tro- or stormtroopers that was all the way out on my right flank, they were my all-stars for the, for the entire game. Um, the, the way the minefield got set up, Daniel had to run his snowtroopers through, uh, through the mine to try and score the objective on that side. Um, two of the bu- units of bikes had come over there, too. They were all pouring fire into the, those stormtroopers. Um, it took a couple of games. I was tanking damage the whole time. Mm-hmm. Armor saves out the wazoo. Um, they had three suppression tokens on them at the end of one round. Stripped one of the suppression tokens for the end of round. Lost them both on the initiative roll on the rally nice. step. I'm borrowing your white. Yeah, dice. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and Daniel was just kind of like it was one of those games where you're apologizing to your opponent at the end <laughs> for like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I'm not cheating. I swear to God. Um, but then by the time Daniel came over and walked the snowtroopers, put a dodge token on them, walked the snowtroopers over the mine. His bikes were in the range, too. Um, and the bikes just biffed it. And, it, yeah, basically crumbled that entire flank. Eventually, the, 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 eventually <laughs> when they died, the stormtroopers, um, the, the shot that killed them would have put their sixth suppression token on them. Oh, wow. Because he was that committed between all of the bikes and the snowtroopers over there to, to killing them. But they locked uh, that one unit of stormtroopers locked down a unit of snowtroopers and most importantly two units of bikes, which allowed me. You know, my bikes came around the side and just basically blew through the backside of his middle, mm. um, and, and basically won me the game. But yeah, the, losing bikes and the firepower that he lost that mine on that one side um, really, really kind of screwed him. So, yay, mines! Yeah, mine actually did something. That's, yeah, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Um, uh, none of the games I played with the mines were effective at all. So. And, and, it, and it just so happened that that one unit of stormtroopers out there tied up an entire flank for a, a good two and a half rounds. So that that's what, you know, hot armor saves is, is what uh, won me the game over there. Because, I mean, it, it's one unit of guys. And, you know, okay, three hits and they tank two. So uh, you had a good game. Yeah, I had a pretty good game. You know yeah. who else had a good game? Who else had a good game? Our friend Nick Freeman. Yeah, he did. Who's he actually sure did. we're going to be talking with later in the show. Yeah, he had a lot of good games. Yeah, with he, some pretty interesting lists. <laughs> <laughs> that that's actually hilarious. Yeah, right. we, you'll get to listen to our conversation with him. But what we didn't know until after we had stopped recording was like, oh, the the list he was talking about uh, that he ran day two, day three, he did as part of a dare. He actually just went out to the interwebs and said, hey, so, you know, I've already got this in the bag. What should I play on the next couple of days? That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he got to a top table and then, uh, yeah, with, well, with one of the, the lists. The, 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 the thing about that is he went six and two with two essentially jank lists. You know, and I know I know there's, you know, kind of a pejorative to the word jank lists, but... You know, um, there, there's nothing more fun than taking a yeah, list. Yeah, jank is always fun. There's yeah. nothing more fun than taking a list that you know is trash and you're just <laughs> rolling out there and then sweeping up. That's that's so much fun. But it's also great to know that you've got a game where it's not all just making It's not lists. the meta, right? Yeah. You can you can come out with something uh, that that is non-traditional, we'll call it that, 
And then if you play it well and play it how play to your strengths that you can win. Sure, and yeah. playing the unless you get the long march with Vader and snowtroopers, <laughs> then you're bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, don't, we don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, a little foreshadowing there. But uh, yeah, so Gen Con's wrapped up. We got to sit down and talk with him for a little bit about that, about his experiences. We also we got to gush about the in-flight report last week. Yeah, I didn't get to talk about that. Um, I was working, but I too was... bad you missed it and you missed your chance. Yeah, That's and you missed your chance. <laughs> Moving on, next. What, John? What? I just I want to. <laughs> How excited are you? I'm for so Wookiees, excited for Wookies. Okay, so excited for Wookies. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy about Those that. Wookies. You guys should see yeah, our group chat. Dumb. It's just been Wookie, 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 like the entire past week. How is that different from what he usually does? Though? Nothing. It, okay. It's, you know. It, it was the one thing I was waiting for. Just since yeah. the game came out, I'm like, when Chewbacca comes out, when Chewbacca comes out. And Screw these commando Wookies. guys. We got big walking carpets. Hey, who wants to hide in the bushes when you can run at somebody? We well, can with... be the bush. <laughs> <laughs> they have swords. Like, I was uh, like, the worst yeah. secret ever, by the, the Rick way. Blades, yeah. what, the Rick Blades? What, the Wookiee Warriors and were Chewbacca coming were coming out? It's like, obviously, I mean, that was the only obvious way to go. Like, yeah, I get it. Obvious, like Death Troopers? Yeah. Everyone knew that Chewbacca was going to be a part of the game. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's iconic. Yeah. When we saw the the Emperor and the Royal Imperial Guards come out, it, it became a what strong indicator. What for that, Rebels yeah. would be. And then especially when, when uh, you know, Alex and Luke told us that there was going to be a mirror, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we knew it was going to be Wookiee Wars. But I was like, so so excited for Still, that. Still, yeah, so it's long. nice to have yeah. your dreams confirmed. Yeah. So I'm and and so far what we've seen for the cars that come with them look like they're going to play well with them. I I have lists already in mind. So, so is it going to be one unit or all the unit? Uh, for what? For all the Wookiees in your list. Uh, it, it will be... Multiple? The, the, <laughs> the smallest amount of core units you can run and, and Wookiee Wookie Wave. Yeah. Well, you yeah. should be able to fit two. Yeah, 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 as yeah, operatives, yeah. you should be... Or, well, as yeah. uh, Special Forces, yeah. you should get two of them in there. And then, and then Chewbacca. And then Chewbacca. Yeah. So I, I will have as many Wookiees on the table as mathematically possible. Does that include <laughs> you? Including me, I probably will show up in my my Wookiee onesie the first time I do go play. Dude, you need to do Sorry, that for LVO. Sorry, you have too many Wookiees on the board. I, for LVO? Yeah. Done. Okay. There it is. Sweet. There it is. Uh, you heard awesome. it here first. I will be we'll wearing have a, a Wookiee onesie. Pre, Pre-Wookiee pre party. And that's what, February? Uh, January. Yeah, 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 that, that time frame, yeah. So it's only going to be, what, like Post 85 holidays. in Las Vegas? Yeah, that it'll, time be and it'll be fine. It'll be in the 60s. You'll be cozy. It'll, be, it'll yeah. be super nice. Yeah. Yeah, but you understand. Like, I, I'm already wearing a Wookiee onesie underneath the Wookiee onesie. That's he way is more Wookiee information yeah. than I needed. <laughs> so, okay. Yes, we all have your Instagram. They have they have they, they have <laughs> My creams. Yeah, your MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that honestly, Wookiee sound awesome. The you know the announcement of the Clone Wars forces. Uh, come on, like who doesn't want to put a droid deck out there? You know, know. You, you, Imperial for life. <laughs> well, hello there. I, I, that's just it sounds awesome I'm excited to see what you know special characters we'll get from Clone War era are we gonna get you know a bunch of the you know mid-tier Jedis running around and see I was talking to some folks uh, Nick Freeman being one of them on, on Facebook yesterday I could almost see them taking the and it, it, it would be totally odd to play uh, especially factions as against each other, but I could see them taking the Clone Republic Army and making it a faction, and then taking the Jedi's and making them their own faction, and yeah. having it play very Grey Knights ish, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you're familiar with that analog for um, for 40k, but you know, just a couple of units that are really really specialized, high value, low model count, and Youngling Jedi's. is core, and Younglings. Because I want to see this happen, I'm going to say this now. That will never happen. That will never happen. <laughs> you know, come on, prove me wrong, it. FFG. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What, what you need to do is you need to go put it on our Facebook page because as of this morning, and, and, and we see you, we see you. Luke Eddy followed our follows our podcast. Oh, ah. I don't think Alex does yet, but we see you, Luke. We see you. He's a busy man. Yeah, he is. With much more yeah, important yeah, things yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. But I mean, Not that Luke think about it but... though. I mean, if you had the Jedi's as their own independent faction, it would be thematic because if you look at the end of attack of the clones you had 80 jedis you know descending upon the arena but the jedi were all their command and control they were all general skywalker and commander ahsoka and all that kind of stuff so my question becomes then will they have the command card execute order 66 
I hope so. Oh, that'd be fun. I hope so. If you're playing the Senate, you get to play it, and then yeah, if there's right? any, yeah. We yeah. get like where we get we younger Palpatine as a as a leader right? for for Republic. You know, kind of cool. One command card that's I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> and then the three pip one, which is, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> Not from a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then so, it's the entire text you have to read through. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I Ironic. Yeah. Well, because they only they only said that it was Clone Wars era, right? They didn't they didn't say I specifically think they said what separatists forces. and republic. Uh, that's what I keep hearing yeah. uh, okay. hearing repeated. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so we didn't we, we're not going to speculate on whether like Genosians are going to be a separate force. Right, 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 well, right. I mean, right. they're separate. Right now, so. it's a very general, broad brush. I can't imagine they're going to go too nuts on this. I'm I'm still so freaking excited and happy that they're announcing new forces this early on in the game. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and you know, I think you'll see Genosians just because. I think you're going to see aerial units, mm-hmm. uh, especially now that we've got Boba Fett on a stick, right? It's, well, no, <laughs> I mean, a it's, a, it's, a, it's a unit that flies, right? Yeah. And the model reflects that. So um, I think you'll see some sort of ju- you know, jetpack troopers. I, I think you'll see Genosians that can fly. Yeah. Um, I think All that, those characters that's... that you love, like Poggle the Lesser and Sunfac. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, what? you'll see... <laughs> You know, Not up on your Geonosian lore. <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, you'll see you'll see B1 battle droids. You'll see Joydicas. Yeah. You'll see SPDs. You'll see Genosians. Those those you know that's the the four common sense things that you'll see. Um, I, I think out of the separatists. I just hope we get a gunship because I want to do like the tiger. Shark, yes, on the front of it. Yeah, I thought That'd you were nice. gonna say Gungans. Uh, you no, know, you are saying Gungans. I hope we get Gungans too, because you know, like I, I still say, want to take all those bouncy balls and roll them across the table to I, kill everything. I'm they going. Have. I'm yeah. going to play Gungans <laughs> purely out of spite. My ATS, he needs something to step on, and he will have a little commissar hat on top. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do the complete like best impression of, of you know all of the. Uh, Terrible Jamaican ripoff, uh, Gungan so accent. Uh, uh, yeah. Better get into those theater classes now. You know. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm going to keep it as terrible <laughs> as possible. Oh, gotcha. We're keeping the standard very, very low. Well. Somehow the figure ones. a way to work nine Wookies into that list. <laughs> as they should. What about the droid attack on the Wookies? Exactly. See, there you go. But I mean, there were, there were so many things that they they dropped uh, that I, I didn't even like. After one surprise after another, to just you have to like let's sink in like the. You know the what do you call it? the special troopers that came with each with rebels and imperials. Oh, specials. The, um, specials. Thank yeah. you. Oh man. Yeah, I mean like. Yeah, you, you could... heard my apology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're getting your little unnamed guy. Unnamed commander. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah, you know... Lieutenant Squeeb out there on the battlefield. <laughs> it's like I don't know why I'm in charge. Is so... Skywalker around here somewhere? Oh no, it's a Jedi. <laughs> if I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. <laughs> So interesting thing as as speculation has run rampant on the internet, uh, somebody what? eagle-eyed has noticed that the uh, the fleet trooper for the the Death Star trooper, uh-huh, the helmet uh-huh, guy, uh-huh. and then the the kind of commando looking guy for the Republic, both have radio backpacks on their yep. back. So, so what that'll that probably is comm do, specialist. Yeah, yeah, it's a comm specialist. So uh, the conjecture is is that that'll be somebody that allows you to issue orders to that squad outside of the command range. Yeah, since you can't yeah. take a long range comm on right, those right. guys usually, so, so it makes know, perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. It, and then you know, one of them kind of looked like it might be some kind of astromech droid. Yeah, and I think that's going to be yeah. something that allows you to repair armor. Yeah, you know, um, and then so you've got a medic, you got the two one B and the FX seven droids for the the uh, Empire and the Republic, which will obviously heal people, uh, and then you have the astromechs, which will probably heal vehicles. Somehow. I'm hoping for the speeders they do it like X wing, where you can jettison the astromech to take a wound off. Or <laughs> Fire so, him off his chaff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, R five. It's been real. So with the um, with the medics, like, do you think that's going to work in the mechanic, like where it has to be a multi wound uh, person to get a wound back, or well, like, will I mean, it only work it's on like embedding into the squad? 
So or will it bring a guy back? I like, think it'll bring you know, a guy all the Necrons or something. Uh, like that. Or it'll be something where it allows you to delay a wound or prevent right? a wound. Or you could maybe maybe it's a tap ability. You know, yeah, that'd be you cool. You gotta if... live, man. You yeah. gotta live. Yeah. It's, it opens a lot of a lot of room for discussion and speculation. Yeah, because yeah, there will there yeah. be interactions with like the combat stims and you know the medic? Yeah, maybe preventing one of the guys from dying at the end of the round or both. Or... I think there'll be some some timing issues with that though. Because, sure, you know combat stims doesn't. It, it forestalls the, the wound. It doesn't prevent it. Right. Right. So. Yeah, just yeah. depend. But exciting times. Yeah. And then, of course, with Chewbacca, like, there's just a world. Nobody of, cares, John. A world of Nobody combinations cares, that you can do. I care, John. Besides just the. Uh, we, can, we can talk about Wookiees together. I, I want to talk about Wookiees all day. I can, okay. I can do the entire. I can do a Wookiee cast, okay? Did you know <laughs> that if a Wookiee was ever to kill. Somebody with their claws that were supposed to be just strictly for climbing. Yeah, they would be yeah dishonorable. Yeah. Their rage claws. They're yeah. they can't control themselves. So that's Wookie why rage. Now, well, ripping their arms out and ripping some. Well, that's arms not using their claws, is it? No, yeah, no, 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 that's no, absolutely no, no. fine. That's, okay. that's no. acceptable. That's brute strength. They do no, that no, at no. a Wookie raves. You know, they just tear arms off and they do 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 do. <laughs> like the cantina bands do. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. like, like the Ewok drum corps used the helmets. Yeah. Right. The Wookiee drum corps uses the arms on big drums, basically. They, they, ended they that didn't part show out, that though, part. Yeah. Unfortunately. You know, that ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> Poor form, George Lucas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff it's we want to see. It's in the special, special, special 4K re-release. Peter Jackson mm. would have released it. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> right? And sang the entire time. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you know, unfortunately, because I was at the uh, the other convention, I missed out on Gen Con. Um, we got a lot of, uh, you know, part of the great thing about living in the social media era is we get a lot of live interaction yeah. with people who are there. It is pretty awesome. You yeah. know, the next best thing. So we got to see a lot of things going on there, you know, for better or for worse. Um, you know, Nick Freeman's going to talk a little bit about some of the, uh, the backlash that Gen Con had while it was there and, you know, how? Actually explains some of it, and it's not as overblown as we had thought, which I'm grateful for. I'm I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, maybe it was not quite as bad as people were thinking. Wait, so people would be mis- overreacting on the internet? Yes, <laughs> I know. Overreact and then uh, maybe mislead other people on the internet. Oh, stop! No, no. I, I would hope it would not be intentional, but I, I guess. Well, he'll talk about it. But uh, so, uh, Josh, we have the three winners from Gen Con since there were three days of events. We do. Uh, we know Nick was uh, the first one. Yep, Nick was the first one, and he ran uh, a, a, an ATSD, uh, fully kitted General Weiss, uh, all That's all the weapons. Cool. Yeah, you know, I've never it, run a General Weiss ATSD. I don't even think I've thought about taking General Weiss out of the binder. That the cards reside in. Well, and that's why he won day one, and we. And stayed that's why I'm sitting around here, home. yeah, <laughs> you know, talking about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, really generalist list. Um, he posted up a blog about it, and and, and Impact he, X, yeah, yeah, for those that may not know. And yeah. what he didn't really talk about when during our interview, which we'll we'll air here in a bit, um, he wanted to bring something that you know, kind of the the meta right now for the Imperials is triple bikes, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the meta for the rebels is um, Wonder Twins, so okay. Luke, Leia, Troopers, and ATRT's Rotary. Neither list is really heavy on armor killing capability, so um, he he kind of took a look at the meta and wanted to bring something that both of those lists might have a hard time dealing with. Um, and a fully kitted out ATST is definitely that. Um, so he ran, you know, ATST. Um, with um, Veers and Weiss and um, two units of Snowtroopers with uh, Flamer and then uh, four units of Stormtroopers DLT-19. Nice. Um, day two. Day two, uh, triple Veers, or Veers triple bike list, pretty pretty standard. All the Imperial good stuff. Yep, all the Imperial good stuff. Who was the winner so on one, that one? Uh, that was uh, Dustin Ferran, and I'm okay. not sure if I'm saying that name correctly. but uh, Probably not. Probably not, but that's okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, five units of stormtroopers, four with uh, DLT and the extra guy, mm-hmm. uh, a straight naked uh, stormtrooper unit, straight up naked, uh, and then snowtroopers, impact grenades, flamers, extra guy, duh, nice, right, yeah, um, and then just regular speeder bikes, nothing, nothing in that comm slot, um, and then you know, of course, Nick, uh, he ran w- what we talked about. And then uh, Ryan Slawoski, if I'm saying that right, he's uh, one of the hosts of Stabcast. Stabcast, yeah. Um, so he ran Wonder Twins. So uh, Luke, 
uh, force reflexes, force, force push, Leia, fleet troopers, rebel troopers, and uh, two ATRTs with rotary. How many fleets? Uh, two. Scatter two units. I got to get that second unit. Yeah, yep. scatter gun and the extra dude. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, uh, Z6s, yada, yada. I think Z6s. I got to make a mental note that uh, next year's time, you know, no knocking s- on wood, we're still around. Yeah. No Z6s on, <laughs> on the Rebel Troopers. Sorry. Oh, yeah. that's good because I hate yeah. Z6s. I honestly uh-huh. do too. And it's yeah. something that I've been thinking about doing with my list. I, I do still keep that's one interesting. in it, mm-hmm. but I've been thinking about dropping them. So well, it's good to know guys. that uh, someone has had some good effect with uh, dropping out Z6s. Yeah. But it would be really cool to kind of look at next year's list and then compare them back to this year's you know, with all the new stuff that's going to be on the table. But, yeah. Yeah. One thing I noticed with the uh, the Rebel list that, that ended up winning day three, mm-hmm. they ran a one naked Rebel Trooper squad. Yeah. that's I've been advocating that since day one. Run one naked Rebel Trooper squad. You're a visionary. I know. If only you'd have been at Gen Con, we'd be talking to a winner Of right the now. five units no, that are in the game, you guessed one properly. No, no. We, we would still be talking to a winner because we're going to have Nick on here oh, in just yeah. a minute. No, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You'd have the honor of talking to the winner and probably the last place finisher. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I might win an award for like being the drunkest or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's wherever you find your happy place. If you, so you've never really been to a gaming convention? No, I haven't. Okay. Prepare your liver for that because there is always somebody drunker than you. That I, sounds like a challenge. That, okay, yeah, throw, throw LVO, down, sir. LVO, find yeah. the guy in the Wookiee costume and We're challenge him to a drinking contest. We're going to have to set something up, a yes. little, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, pre-game see, and, game. And I didn't, I didn't have the full convention experience the, the one time I went to Nova Open yeah. because I was local. Yeah. So I just drove home when I was done. You know, I played my games and, and went home. Had, like, a beer with some of the guys there from the, the shop that I played at and then went home um, because I was tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> grumpy old man tiredness yeah. Yeah, i'm definitely getting a room down there this year yeah, yeah. i'm thinking that's probably gonna happen for me too so Maybe local discounts uh, right um <laughs> so yeah so i'm looking forward to the full you know drunk con experience oh boy so not that Drink i advocate kids. yeah not that i advocate <laughs> drinking to excess or, but uh yeah. or anything any substance for that matter no matter where you may live because some are legal in certain places <laughs> some are not <laughs> the hell are you talking about <laughs> i'm talking about the hippie lettuce oh the devil's weed oh romaine the yeah mm. iceberg dude could go for a iceberg. salad kale yeah <laughs> arugula oh man all right well, well this is getting out of we, hand we've all just <laughs> are we playing with the king's cup we just go around in circles and name different kinds of lettuce we could and just descend it into a game of categories. Yeah, iceberg. Uh, I, would, I would lose. No, no, point. we already I'm, did I'm that. No, iceberg. <laughs> and how about we uh, talk to Nick now? Yeah, let's let's. Well, why don't we take a break? Yeah, you know, and kind of reset after all of this foolishness. Sounds good. And when we get back, we will have Nick Freeman with us. Tune in every Wednesday to Radio Free Tatooine, a Star Wars podcast that's better than some and worse than others. Take a trip to a water cooler far, far away as we bring some casual, fun conversation into the Star Wars podcasting community. Hosted by me, Sean, my sister Amy, and John. Radio Free Tatooine. We may not know what we're talking about, but we sure know how to record it. For more, visit RadioFreeTatooine.com, a proud member of the Radio Free Tatooine Podcast Network. You're listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders. We got John, Josh, Matt, and our—I uh, would say our, our first and only real true friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. Nick only Freeman. true friend of the show. <laughs> the only one we who... have a friend. Hooray for us! And thank God he's not objecting to that right now. <laughs> not yet. It's like, whoa, guys, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you guys have more friends. <laughs> yeah. No. So let's hear no, from that. That's that, not that the friend. objection. <laughs> now, how's it going, Nick? It's going great. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. So, obviously... Right, Nick, Nick who? Like, are we going to... Is he that... Is he, You know, you, you take first place and, and sweep up at Gen Con, and now you're just Nick, and everybody knows who you are? Is that, is that not how this is? I'm pretty Nick sure, Freeman, because yeah. there's more than one Nick that plays this game. Well, I think there's somebody else that goes by the Freeman, so... Oh, okay. I don't know. All right, well, so we've got Nick Freeman here. Thank you. Who is not only a friend of the show, but also 
probably the, the resident, uh, I would say, superstar reigning. Yeah, uh... I, I probably. Congratulations on being the first Legion celebrity. Oh, thanks. Is that a thing? <laughs> it is now. We uh, just invented sure, it. Sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> but uh, a blog star. So the three of us were not lucky enough to make it to Gen Con or talented enough to make it to Gen Con. However, uh, wealthy enough, a wealthy, yeah, yeah. whatever adjective you want to have no vacation time. Yeah. But exactly. uh, Nick was there, and uh, Nick, why don't you give us just first impressions? How was Gen Con? Uh, so it was actually my first time going to the to Gen Con in general, um, and it was um, kind of overwhelming. I think they said seventy five thousand people playing board games. Holy crap! Oof. Yeah. Uh, so it's like uh, almost the size of Comic Con at this point. Uh, it's really it's it's quite a bit. Uh, no, but, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so everybody I met was great. Uh, the the TO, the judge, the marshal, uh, everybody was awesome. Uh, the community in general is is off to a great start. When did you actually show up? I got there Wednesday night, uh, and then you know got dinner with some some old friends, and then dice nice. for Thursday morning. So, are you fairly close to uh, Gen Con? No, I'm in California, and it's in Indiana. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is that's not close on the map. <laughs> no. So yeah. So when we had you on the show uh, the last time, you you kind of spoke about some of the other game systems that you had played. Uh, if you could compare and contrast to us, kind of, I mean, like you said, this is the first real Legion big major event. Um, talk about the sense of community in in Legion right now, as it sits with some of those more established games that you've uh, you've had the chance to play in a in a major setting like that before. Uh, so it felt like it was almost where the other established games are. Um, so when I got there, I ended up running into um, Ryan from Stabcast, a couple other people I've met on the the Facebook chat and uh, the forums, and you know we all kind of uh, bonded right away, and it was it was really. Um, it felt like it was a more mature community. It was really, it was pretty great. With so many guys that you've um, only known through digital means, you know, Discord or Facebook, did it kind of have like a like a first date feel being there? <laughs> no, I mean... Uh, no, that's not, really weird, Josh. Why would you ask that? Well, no, I, I mean, well, I, don't, I don't mean that in like a romantic way, but like you mm. don't know, you've never met any of these people. Like you've never had any real face-to-face time with any of these people who you've kind of come to know, but only through online means. But Josh that, wants to know who was the most dreamy and who had bedroom eyes. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it felt more like a reunion. Um, I mean, even though none of us had met face-to-face, a lot of us had conversations before. Um, and that's kind of how the community, the convention community is in general. Um, these people who travel a lot for games. Um, you kind of, you know, you've talked with people online and then in person, you just continue the conversation. It's, it's pretty easy. So when you first uh, made your way to the Legion, I'm assuming Legion was the only game you played there? Yeah, it was. Okay, so when you first got to look at the, the Legion tables, the I guess the other people who were there for that game, what were your initial first impressions? Uh, so when I, I got there pretty early because I like to, you know, get breakfast, coffee, and, and prep. Um, when I got there, it was awful. Like some of the photos you see online were from... <laughs> before events there were almost no terrain um but you know that happens they were just getting boxes out of storage stuff was still being set up um so when we started playing it was actually fairly good oh good so maybe some of those early shots that went out online were just kind of in progress they were being built up at the time i think so yeah once we started playing um things went pretty smoothly nothing was awful uh some of the boards were pretty dense some were pretty light um but on average i say it was right around that suggested 25 percent what was ffg kind of receptive to the criticism that they were getting online and or were they even aware of it oh yeah they were definitely aware of it especially on day two um they saw everything everybody posted the night before uh and they adjusted um but they made it kind of clear that this is the convention terrain um and it's not going to change it may change in the future but it's not going to change before nova um so nova's going to be playing the same terrain which Hmm. I thought it was okay. I didn't have a big problem with this terrain. Okay. Well, I mean, that that's good, actually. So they have a fairly level playing field, I would guess, uh, between the different conventions. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, Gen Con and Nova should be, should be pretty much the same setup. So as far as the, the other competitors, um, how many people did you, did you have there total for Legion? Uh, so the events were capped at 32 people. And I want to say each day that we got about 28 to show up, um, 
which is pretty good for a big convention like that. People drop, people have other things come up. Um, oh, sure. But about, about 28 a day was, was pretty good. And how many of those were, I mean, you played all three days. Uh, I, I know for like X-Wing, for the major tournaments, if they have two days, you can only play in one day. Um, so how many of those folks were kind of repeat customers, if, if you will? Uh, I'd say about a quarter of them. So oh, wow, that's pretty high turnover. So yeah. a lot of people playing one day, maybe not the next. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, a lot so of people what... I saw uh, playing X-Wing, and then the Imperial Assault National Tournament was also that weekend. So a lot of people were jumping in both. Wow. So, all right, what did of the 28 guys who were out there, what was the breakdown? Do we see a lot of Rebels, a lot of Imperials, a lot of the same Luke and Leia Wonder Twins lists? I mean, you posted some of the winners, but let's let's look at overall big picture. I'm so, sure he didn't gather those kind of data sets or anything. This isn't something that interests Nick at all. So, <laughs> uh, so as far as breakdown goes, uh, it was pretty 50-50 between Rebels and Imperials, which I was excited about. Um, nice. Imperials had a lot of variety. Uh, there was, you know, Veers with triple bikes, uh, some Vader, some Veers and ATST. Wow, uh, Vader. Unfortunately, the Rebels all ran a pretty similar list. Okay. Um, and that was generally the Wonder Twins, uh, two ATRTs, two Fleet Troopers, and then fill the rest with Rebel Troopers. So, yeah, it's pretty close to what you run, John. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's almost... You it's pretty much close jerk. to what everybody <laughs> runs, Rebels, yeah. period, dot, no exceptions right now. Well, I mean, like, you know, the, the, meta, the meta will shift, but it's good to hear that there was at least a 50-50 balance between Rebels and Imperials. I mean, it would almost reflect a balance in the Force. <laughs> no, uh, shush. <laughs> but definitely different from when we were, like, pre-pre-game launch thinking that it was going to be, like, three-quarters Imperials and right. a few Rebels. But I wonder how much, uh, if, like, Wookiees were available, how much that would have shifted the, the table. I think well, if, Han, if Han was available, I think it would have changed a lot. Oh, um, yeah. Now, yeah. now, do you think that's more to do with, with Han, or do you think that has to do with the fact that Rebels would then have access to uh, troops, troop types and tools that the Imperials just didn't in, in the form of commandos? Well, I think, so I think Rebels are always going to want to run two commanders, probably. Um, mm -hmm. And so having a third option just gives you more variety. Uh, if their if archetype wants them to have two commanders and they only have two commanders available, then lists are going to be pretty similar. So give us a breakdown, I mean, not to have to repeat what you wrote on your blog already, but you did a really great job of, you know, kind of giving a, you know, a tactical overview of what you brought. Give us a quick synopsis of that. Sure. Uh, so I wanted to bring everything and kind of switch it up from day to day. Unfortunately, from traveling, I could only bring one faction, and I decided to go with Imperials. Um, the list I played the first day was Veers, uh, two units of Snowtroopers with Flamer, Four units of uh, stormtroopers with DLT, and then uh, ATST with everything on it. Ooh, nice! So um, you brought the the General Weiss ATST, and uh, last time you had you were on the show with us, you kind of talked a little bit about um, running that, and obviously it had great effect at the in the tournament scene. Um, were a lot of people? Did you see anybody else running the two hundred and fifty uh, ATST? No, there were other ATSTs, but nobody was running Weiss, as far as I know. Any double ATSTs? Uh. I think that, well, I mean, I, I ran one double ATSC on day two. Nice. Um, yeah. Now, uh, the other list that you posted was the Darth Vader and, was it six, six snow, snow troopers? troopers? Yeah, six snow troopers with the How the hell does that work? <laughs> um, it's slow. It's, it's real slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it did really well, actually. It went three and one. Um, I only lost to uh, Ryan on the top table. And I think a lot of that has to do with getting Long March. Um, oh, ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, that's a nightmare. <laughs> so you pretty much just push forward and hopefully something gets into combat? Is that, is that how your strategy worked on that one? No, not at all. So uh, it takes advantage of the, the attack after moving. So a lot of times they'll move up, they'll shoot to put a suppression on, and then they'll move back out of range. Um, well. So you're so using wanna... the, the free attack after move activation just to keep your guys hopefully at full strength and out of, out of harm's way. Exactly. 
Oh, nice. That's an interesting approach to it. That's uh, Yeah, I've seen people do it with like smaller units, not with like six though. That seems yeah. crazy. That that's got to be mentally taxing to play that kind of list and trying to manage all the ranges from your opponents and your own guys. So, but it uh, seems to do pretty well since you got to top table with it. Yeah, yeah. I had fun with it for sure. So, yeah. outside of the you know, the, the standard, you know, Legion games and like that, you, you said the uh, the tournament atmosphere felt good and you you said on your uh, your Facebook that you think this is going to be the game you're going to stick with for a while. Yeah, I'm very happy with where it's at right now. Now, is that just uh, based on Gen Con results, or are you just an over you know an overwhelmingly positive feeling from the community, or, or what went into that mindset? I think it's mostly the community, actually. Um, so, like I said, it, it everybody was really positive. There was no... Um, out of all three days, out of what is that, almost 80 players for all three days, there was no conflict between anybody. Like, everybody was friends. Everybody was talking. It's it was awesome. A really, it was a great experience, yeah. No, no, no throwing dice and then sucker punching people in the parking lot or anything <laughs> like that? No, it's like, yeah, no table flipping. Nobody got upset. Wow, it, that's fantastic. That's because Josh wasn't invited. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, nor shall he ever be. Well, hey, <laughs> there's still a chance to be the first at something. Oh, <laughs> all right. There's famous, and then there's infamous. Yeah, you know, yeah. fame's fame. So the, um, you know, Gen Con also wasn't just the the tournament. It was also a huge release day for a lot of the news and information. Of course, we've all seen oh, everything yeah. that's, you know, been released. Um, what was it like? Were you there when they did the announcement for the it? in flight? No, so my flight was arriving when they were doing the, the announcements. He was in you flight. in flight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Good job. We got so there, what, what do you think about, uh, you know, we, we talked about it on the show last week, but what do you think about uh, the stuff that was announced? Um, I'm pretty excited. Uh, if they do a uh, Separatist army, I, you know, I've got to get in on the battle droids. Oh, yeah. Which everyone, I think everyone feels that <laughs> yeah, way. <laughs> yeah. I, need, I need all the Roger Rogers. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to try and collect all of the uh, factions. Um at least for analysis. I don't know how how much I'm going to be able to keep up with all four, um, but I'm going to do my best at this point. So, I mean, don't lie. You did a statistical breakdown of all the new units coming out, right? All the visible cards that are, <laughs> that are <laughs> displayed? No, I'm trying not to do it until I have all of the information uh, confirmed. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll end up doing Han and Commandos soon. Um, and as soon as we know what the, the scout troopers' weapons points cost and all and all that, I'll, I'll do them. Uh, but I'm trying not to do it until it's confirmed for sure. Yeah, you don't want to have to go do the same work again that you just did just because something gets introduced that changes the entire formula. Exactly. I suppose. Yeah, that makes sense. So did you get uh, a chance to buy the Han or the Rebel troopers out there, the Rebel commandos? Uh, I didn't, actually. I was in games all weekend. Um they sell out while they were there? No, they still had they had some left on Sunday. Um, I oh, walked okay. out, but there was still a line. Um, so I just figured I'd rather support my local store than wait in line for an hour. Hey, good answer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure it must have been tempting. I know I would have probably gone and got them. But uh, how was the traveling and hotel and all that overall? Uh, did, for people that are maybe considering going to Gen Con next year, uh, save a lot. Uh, was it a fairly cheap or expensive trip, in your opinion? Uh, it was not bad. Um, Were you I, able to stay at the uh, hotel that it was being held in? or no, no, It's no. at a convention, so it's center, a convention center. Yeah, that's right. And then some of the uh, the hotels across the street go for four or 500 a night. Um, yeah, so I ended up rooming with a couple of friends um, about 15, 20 minutes away. Uh, and it was not bad. It ended up being a hundred a night, uh, split two or three ways. Okay. How about the flight? Uh, the flight wasn't bad. I got it on points actually. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. So yeah, it ended up being pretty pretty affordable trip for me. Um, but I think if you don't plan ahead, it, it's uh, quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What's the uh, next one that you're looking at maybe going to? Uh, so since I got the invitation, I'm definitely going to Adepticon. Nice. Uh, yeah, and then I have my LVO tickets as well. Woo! Um, I look that, forward to you coming out here and losing <laughs> to you. That'll be yeah. That'll, be, <laughs> that'll be the highlight of Josh's yeah. life there. Yeah, yeah. that'll it's be my touch with greatness. 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, those are the only ones I have on the books right now. Well, that's fantastic. We'll definitely have to set up something for that. So on your blog, you mentioned, um, I, I saw there was a thing, and I saw a lot of chatter about it and some pictures while Gen Con was going on, about the, the key condition or the, the key positions card. Um, that, that, that Gen Con kind of uh, exposed that as a card where you could, if you were the blue player, you could use it if the terrain was right to set a board state that was pretty much unwinnable for the red player. Um, what, what's your thoughts on that? And, uh, does, did FFG say anything about that? Is that something they're looking at, at fixing? Um, what's your, what's your impression? Okay. So when I was playing locally, um, I recognized it was a pretty strong card. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe when I got to convention, people would have ways around it. Uh, but that wasn't the case. Um, so there were games where I was able to get key positions and the other person literally had no way of winning. Um, how, how so? What, what, what's the mechanic? I mean, I know, I know what you mean and you know what you mean, but for those of us, for those that are listening that don't really know how you can set the board state to make it unwinnable, what, what, what is it? What are the features you're yeah. looking for? Sure. So um, key positions, the blue player gets two tokens, red player gets one, and you put them on a piece of terrain. Uh, so as blue player, if I can get two pieces of terrain near my deployment zone, uh, I can essentially sit on those and make the opponent come to me. Uh, and if they're not playing super long range or rapid reinforcements or something like that, then they just have to eat, eat shots as they walk across the board, um, and I don't have to do anything. Uh, so that sets up kind of an unwinnable situation uh, where it guarantees I'm going to get two points and they're going to get one. So what would you do to, to fix it? Because to me, that seems like something that's not very, uh, that's, that's not sustainable for, for, a, for a convention, for a major event, to be able to use you know, your, your turn zero to basically guarantee that no matter what happens, you're going to win. Right. So th I was thinking about it through the game, and I was talking with other people, um, and we, we kind of came up with uh, making it more like uh, some of the other conditions where you have a minimum range between them, um, ideally two, something like that, uh, so that the other player, you know, even though they might have two objectives, they're going to have to spread out further. Um, it makes it more of a game, uh, similar to Intercept the Transmissions or something like that. Yeah, it uh, seems like a lot of their other, uh, their, other command card, their other cards have similar situations. Like, you know, have to have the objective tokens at least range two apart, or the, the mines. I think both of the ones that come with the... the uh, the moisture evaporators, both of those condition cards say that has to be outside range right. too. Would you limit that to not being able to put things on like barricades? It has to be like a major terrain feature? Uh, I don't think so. I think just the, the range two exemption would, would fix it. Um, I mean, the size of terrain doesn't matter so much except for how many units you can get onto it. Uh, the distance in between, I think, is the factor there that seems fair yeah now were there any units that you thought were underrepresented or maybe you just didn't see any of at all in the tournament uh i didn't see any t47s in the tournament poor wedge yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got out of there he's no good back there yeah so, no you know, it's uh yeah. it's safer in the hangar <laughs> um one of the surprises though is uh the fleet troopers ended up being way more terrifying on the table than I thought they would be. Uh, just the amount of damage they put out is incredible. Now, you said, yeah, most of the lists featured two units of, of fleet troopers. Is that pretty much standard? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, because I've been, I, most of my lists have been running one one unit of them, and I, I, I thought they were great, but yeah, they get kind of expensive. What if you doubled that? Like two? <laughs> two units? <laughs> I, I mean, uh, they're, the they're kind of expensive. Yes, I, that's what doubling is. <laughs> um, all with the scatter laser, I'm assuming? Yeah, all of, so all the ones I saw were maxed Scatter. out. They have the extra guy sorry. and the, the shotgun. You Eldar player. Yes, <laughs> mixing up games again, sorry. So this means uh, you're guaranteeing yourself another year for Legion play? Oh, definitely. All right. That's, uh, that's all good, right. good news. We're... Yeah, at least until uh, the new factions come out. And then there's just so many numbers to crunch <laughs> that he just has a mental breakdown. <laughs> well, that's good because that will guarantee that this show has a friend... For another year, yeah. <laughs> at least one. Until he meets Josh at in person. Then. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. At least until LVO. Oh man, it's exciting. I'm, I'm kind of 
super bummed I didn't uh, try and get out to Gen Con this year, but definitely I'm going to put it on the schedule for next. And you guys, the owner of the place where you worked. Uh, uh, My boss is a real hard ass. What can I say? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, at least we'll know we'll be at uh, LVO. Yes, absolutely. Any other notes or uh, insights from Gen Con that you would like to uh, talk about, Nick? Um, not that I can think of right now. Cool. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you uh, said that you were fighting the con crud that you picked up. Yeah, I am, unfortunately. uh, Down there, so we appreciate that. Yeah, hope you feel better, man. Uh, Thanks for tuning in with us. Yeah, thank you. It was great talking with you guys. That was Nick Freeman. Of course, besides being the winner of day one at Gen Con, he also took third place in the painting contest. So yeah, yeah, for anybody who, you know, enjoys the hobby side of things as well as the tournament thing, that's that's pretty awesome. Nobody does that. Okay, a lot of people. I, I hate the hobby side. I, I'll just say it. You know, sometimes I'm, you, you know, painted like, all your guys, and they look no, okay. I've still got now. I've Anyways. got boxes to paint. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we appreciate having him come by as always because he offers a lot of great insight. Not only you know with the statistical I'm analysis for next of the game, year. but I really want to yeah. want to go. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And having you know some celebrity support for LVO like that should <laughs> should be good for Legion because he's famous. <laughs> White hot celebrity status. You think he'll let me touch him? Mm, like just like uh, not not like the bad touch, just like put a finger on his shoulder. No, that's like it's still no, I don't think anybody that creepy. Man, that's, that's still a bad. Touch. That's creepy, isn't it? Just, I'm sorry. just do what I do: walk up behind him quietly and just smell. <laughs> Uh, you smell like knowledge. <laughs> I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the, the celebrity booth right next to Nick Freeman, and no one's gonna want to come talk to me. Yeah, I'll talk to you. Okay, as long as you have a beer. You gonna talk about Wookies or, or a beard? A beard and a beer. Okay, those two things will get you permission. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt, you had something you wanted to talk a little bit about? Oh yeah, just uh, real quick. Uh, we're actually kind of trying this as a spin-up for possibility for doing this for Legion, but we're going to have a Warhammer 40k. If any of you guys out there listening still play 40k, in Vegas here we're going to be doing a GT uh, for ITC. It's going to be November 3rd and 4th, so it's going to be a two-day event. We're looking at about five games. But uh, for details on that, if you're interested, go to power9games.com, and uh, it should be one of the event tickets near the page. But uh, should be a lot of fun. We're hoping to have a really good turnout. We got a ton of prize support and all that. And if all goes well and we get all the train and table set up, then spinning into something like Legion seems real easy too. So very, very exciting. So how many ATSTs can I fit in two thousand points? Uh, all of the ATSTs that you could normally to fit in two thousand points. I'm gonna show up. <laughs> I'm gonna show up there with the, you know everyone's got these Imperial Knights armies. I'm gonna show up with a bunch of ATSTs. Yeah, just like, who's just the as window a gag, liquor? Yeah. Your first <laughs> opponent. You should just put Legion stuff across the board for them, just to see what they would say. What you these should. are all counts as their uh, right. yeah. uh, white scars I'm, or I'm something. Proxying, I'm proxying Imperial Guardsmen here yeah. with these Rebel Troopers. Eh, it might work. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening this week, and uh, you know, bearing with me coming back. You know, I, I'm sure you guys. It's good to be back. You're not flying away anytime soon, are you? <laughs> not, not that I know of. Fantastic. Not voluntarily. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network. At the end, do you understand? For more from the Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.